When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now, so let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. <laughs> I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Ghost in the Night with Phil Sands. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghost of the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. I am Phil Sams. Thank you for joining me tonight. Um, we're back from our little week hiatus. Uh, I've got the batteries recharged and ready to go and move forward in the paranormal journey. Uh, today's episode, I want to play the second part of my conversation with Melissa Cummings from her podcast, The Haunted Ride. Great podcast. Go check it out. I really hope you enjoyed part one of the conversation. And Part two, we had fun. We covered a topic that is a little um, touchy, and some people are a little uncomfortable talking about because there's such a negative connotation with it, and that is witchcraft. She goes over her thoughts on witchcraft, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it, and I really had fun talking to her with it about it, and we, we have a little fun there with it. So be sure to check out the this whole episode, you're really going to enjoy it. But before we get started, don't forget, head on over to philsames.com. That is the official home for Ghost in the Night. Um, you'll find show notes, a contact us page where you can contact me and kind of share your stories with me or share an experience with me. You never know, we might put it in a podcast. And also head on over to YouTube. We put videos of all the podcasts and plus do some other videos on when I go on an investigation. So head on over to YouTube, subscribe. And while you're there, head on over to the friends of this podcast, Fear Not Paranormal. Subscribe to their channel and show them some support. They do some great investigations, and I really think you're going to enjoy their videos. So let's go ahead and play the part two of my conversation with Melissa. We'll see you afterwards. Now, before we kind of get off here, there's there's another topic in your last episode about astral projection, that kind of caught my attention. And it caught my attention for a reason, because this, when you, when people hear this word, there's a negative feeling that comes over everybody over a sense of dread. And when I heard, I heard you mention it in your podcast and my initial thought was, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Okay. This just took a turn. This just took, this just took a turn down the wrong way. And from, I, not, it's not that I know you, but we've had some communication. This is your second time on the podcast. We've exchanged uh, emails regarding the podcast. So I have a decent sense of you from listening to your po- 
podcast and the interactions that we have had. And I was like, okay, I did not see this coming. And that was, you mentioned the word witchcraft. Would you please enlighten me in exactly what is your experience and what is um, the meaning behind it, as in what did you do with it or what your experience is with it? And if I should be nervous about you casting a spell on me, and you know, should I start being really, really nice and you know, sucking up a little bit? I would think that you would have more concerns about the actual protection thing. <laughs> oh, that that does not concern me at all. But no, but I mean, I mean, if I could ask for protection in your house, you never know. Well, that's you okay. Know, we could have done. If you should have did it. We could have did this in person. This interview in person. Would I would have to have these headphones on? Come on, that I'm okay with. But you know, casting a spell on me and you know me growing a you know a third ear, you know that wouldn't be good for me. I know I have a hard, I'm hard of hearing, but I don't need a third ear. I'm good. I got trust me. I got enough bad luck without uh, upsetting anybody with any kind of supernatural casting spell casting ability. So go ahead and t- tell me your experiences on that, or because I've always heard that there's good witchcraft and bad witchcraft. Yeah. In mo- but when most people hear the word witchcraft. They automatically go to, you know, the occult and demonology, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. somebody, you know, a woman with a a big nose and a wart around a cauldron, you know, within a broom, stirring it up. You know, that's where their mind goes. But enlighten me and put my mind at ease that I'm not going to get a spell cast on me. <laughs> okay, so uh, to give you that, I would have to go into one other thing, which is that because um, I don't practice it at all. Uh, but half of my family practices the good side of it. Half of my family practices the bad side of it. So, okay, real quick. This was the, you did an episode on this because this was about your mother, an episode about your mom, correct? When somebody, um, I think you told the yeah, story. Okay, yeah. I, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Explain exactly yeah. what that is for people who didn't hear that podcast. So, Sankaria, basically, you know, um, when the Roman Catholic Church was going to go around and was like, everyone must be Catholic, uh, it reached Cuba, mm-hmm. uh, which is where I'm a range of many different nationalities and cultures, but Cuba is one of the names. So my, my mother immigrated from Cuba. Uh, my grandmother immigrated her children from So, um, the way for them to essentially keep part of their uh, sort of culture and still have the Catholicism which makes sense to Which basically is the act of, you know, if you think about it, when you pray and you ask, oh God, please help me do this. Oh God, please help me do this. Oh, whatever. And then your essential offering would be going to church, you donate, you do worship, you do whatever. You do everything that you feel like you're supposed to do. And you really, really hope that, that, you know, God will give you this. Mm. Well, somebody else is basically doing that same practice, but to the state. So they believe that there's, that all the saints individually also have power. And that there's also other saints that they have, um, which also have power. 
So they pray to those things, or then offerings to things. It's very, in, in, if you, if you break down religion as a point, it's really the same act that you do with religion. You pray, you make an offering, whatever it is, and then you hope that you get whatever it is that you want. Right. You can make somebody over it becomes more into like a thought process because witchcraft is that the negative side of Santeria will oftentimes uh, use spirits to perform the deeds that they want. They'll <coughs> still do the, do the religious and do the offering and do all that shit. Mm-hmm. But then they'll turn around and then they'll pray to a spirit or they will conjure a spirit and say, okay, I have conjured you to do A, B, and C, and D. Which, first off, is very dangerous. Right. Second off, it's never good if they're conjuring spirits for that. And third off, it's always torture about it. So the difference in for me with something and witchcraft is like, and and also touching my family is like my family, even my grandmother. She's she's taught me numerous different ways of this, but would often have to go back to the house because we have a very large family. We're very integrated. I I don't speak to them, but they're a very huge family. And so for the ones who do the negative stuff, like you, like in somebody at every to the family has to have essentially a high priestess who is the best way to call the children called. That's essentially what it is. The practice is that, is that if they need protection, they can have protection from the bad side. Or if they do the bad stuff, they can... It, it, it balances itself out. So if someone did something negative, or what needs to happen is if someone did something negative to our family, my grandmother would be the one to come to the family with it. Etc. Etc. So she didn't... Or she could also do like a repel thing where she would cleanse and then repel whatever negative intentions was back on. So in that, in that part, um, I always kind of think about it a little bit as a trap because, you know, you have the good and you have the bad and you have like the rule of, of, of good liquor, which is basically, I, I hope you can't hear my dog in that. I, I, I can. That's okay though. My, my little dog has been over here whining for like the past half hour. It's probably going to show up. <laughs> she's, she's just being protective and there's people walking by and she doesn't like it. Um, but with, with good dick out there, she's not lost us. Um, with good dick there's the there's rules, you know, that you basically are coming. And also thing with the witchcraft is that you have to it's about intense purpose and what she says. Right. So I I had gotten into witchcraft for a period of time, which the reason why I had gotten into it was to because I had too many questions basically it was just from basically myself and uh, I just needed I needed something that would better align with, with my thoughts and my beliefs. And so when I thought about Wicca, um, I, I really liked it because, you know, it's all about nature and the different gods and things like that. Um, and I would only really ever use it for positive things. So, you know, we talked about how I lived in a negative household with a, a lot of negative things. So for me, it was only ever like, to cleanse myself or to give myself some clarity or just a second of peace of mind and things like that. I didn't do anything like too huge or anything like that. Hold on. Sorry about that. It, it drives me nuts when she's working for me. It's all right. I know how I feel when I have to take it out. <laughs> it's okay. 
It happens to all of us. Trust me. My my dog since we yeah. since your dog started barking, my dog is going in overdrive on the whining, and she's not even in here anymore, <laughs> and I can hear. Her. I'm sorry. <laughs> my dog's a little insane. <laughs> um, but I just I needed I needed something that would help me, and also that was a period of time where I was trying to. I finally had said, you know what? I've had so many things happen to me. Me to sit here and believe it didn't happen. Um, that's being sort of unjust to what's happened. And I really need to sit down and learn about these things. And I know that I don't have anyone to teach me them, but I need to, I need to learn because I need need to figure out a way to get better at this. I need to figure out a way to, to understand what was happening to me. I mean, the psychic wasn't even around when this was going on. So, uh, or or if it was, it wasn't popular. You know, it wasn't mainstream popular at all, for sure. So I didn't know anything about it, and and I had so many questions because there's so many different things that I had access to and I could do. And I was just like, what what does this mean? Like, what it like? What, am I really doing this? Like, what, like, I just had so many questions. And Luca helped me to realize that one, my questions were okay and they were valid. And two, that these things, you know, for for generations and civilizations and years and centuries and still in millennia has been practiced. And that, you know, there is something behind them. So it kind of gave me that, it showed the hole that I was missing. Now, I didn't practice it for, for two extremely, extremely long. I always carried the belief that, like, there's people who, like, they believe in Wicca, and so they just have to have them but they don't practice. So, for me, um, and, and the other thing too is like there are different branches of it. Like there's people who believe in like one thing or the other, kind of just like Christianity or Catholicism or whatever. There's people who believe in a whole different stuff. So Wicca isn't just good and bad. It's like it can be good mixed with bad. It can be the bad mixed with good. It can be good good. It can be bad bad. It can be any you know sort of a thought process at all. And it's, it's typically the biggest thing is just you. You strongly identify with nature, and that you strongly identify that there is some being out there, normally it's a couple, who um, has created nature, and that you want to basically be as close to nature as you can be, and practice whatever it is that you can with nature, and kind of realign yourself and reform this nature. So, it, it helped me actually, it helped me actually get to this and because of this and, and all of my um, research, I was able to finally hear my spirit guide. And so once I started hearing her, she actually helped me get through the rest of the holes that I, I needed to be showed and, and the knowledge that I needed and the kind of confirmation of my abilities and what I could do. Mm-hmm. So I I will still practice it every once in a while. Like I am... Um, Last year, I had my first ever anxiety attack, and it was it was really bad. Okay. And so, I sat down, and I I'm a very like self analytical person. So I sat down, and I was like, okay, well, why am I having this? And so, I just went back, and I realized that I had put myself in a place where I felt like I didn't have the right to feel certain things or or be able to deal with them at that time because I had too many other things I had to do. 
So I had to relax myself back down, and part of that also meant that I had to be spiritually well, which is part of where I said, you know what, I I think part of that anxiety was that I was not identifying with my spiritual self anymore. I had just said, okay, well, spiritually, like, I know what I can do, whatever, but I still want to keep that door closed. I don't really want to open it. And in keeping that door closed, I was also keeping a part of myself closed, Mm -hmm. which I I, I shouldn't do. So, to partially help open my stuff back up, I would, you know, very simple thing, light a candle, and I would do a little ritual to cleanse, cleanse the room and cleanse my stuff. And then I would do another one to cleanse the house, and then I would do a tarot card reading, and I'd do meditation and stuff like that. I mean, at that point, I don't think, I, I wouldn't say that any of that is specifically wicked-related, or, or wicked, mm-hmm. but I would say it's like wicked-related, kind of like it's sort of like when you sit there and you think of like a shaman, mm-hmm. shamanism. Like, what's the difference between that and Wicca? Or what's the difference between somebody as Wicca? Right. At the end, the basis of everything, for me anyway, my thought process is you're asking for something until you do something to get it. Right. So, for me, I was asking for a better sense of spiritual health and clarity in order to help myself become open again and to also keep myself pure in my and keep myself on the right path. Mm-hmm. And so then I just did candles, and then I did whatever I needed to do, and I centered myself. Mm-hmm. I just used it, I used myself as a way to center myself. I wouldn't say that I'm looking now, or that I'm not with her, or anything like that. I just sort of, I, I just like to classify myself now as the spiritual. Right. I'm just very spiritually open, and and sometimes that may mean that I need to do some sort of ritual or something. I mean, it's just like if you sit down and you stage your house, would you classify that as a thing? No. Mm-hmm. But... What does it come from? You know, it comes from shamans and druids and, and wicca. Those are the ones who typically practice those types of, of things. It doesn't mean that you're wicked. Mm-hmm. It means that you're, you believe in that practice, you believe in this particular ritual, and you believe it might help you and so you're utilized. Right. You know, the whole witchcraft and, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> you know, I'm pretty open-minded, but I've always, that's kind of been the one thing that has, maybe turn or not turn but i've been a little bit more we just talked about cynical being cynical more cynical with because i I remember what was it, a couple it was let's see i was listening to a podcast maybe this year maybe late or i guess my, it's a new year I'm, I'm a little behind i'm not used to 2019 yet um so either i think it was either early last year or late 2017 and it was a paranormal podcast, and it had, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was, how did it, what was his title? Um, in the Satanic Church, or Grand Wizard, or whatever, whatever they are, whatever his title was. Which, you know, and he said he started out practicing witchcraft, or whatever, and he was doing spells to get money and stuff. And, you know, when he said that, you know, and that's how he got into, you know, the whole satanic part of the mm-hmm. the world, I guess. And he said he, he said he got the uh, he did a spell to get money, and you know he got money, you know. And I'm sitting here going, and then when he left to kind of move forward, when he left the church or well, church for lack of a better word, I guess, or organization or whatever, you know, he kind of was struggling. He you know he was on the run and kind of was doing that again to get money and working at some jewelry store or whatever. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know what? 
I have a hard time. If I knew a spell, I know human nature, and if I know humans, if they have a spell where they can get money and not have to get their lazy asses off the couch, that's what they're going to do, and they're going to be rich. You know, yeah. you know, that's where my mind goes with that. I'm like, okay, really? So you did the spell, and all of a sudden there was the tooth fairy left you money under the pillow? I mean, what the hell? That's where my... Well, see, the, so, so to help you, and you need to help with that. And some of the other people who do that, too. Right. Like, there was this one time where someone shoot someone, I think, I think my mom needed, like, 40 bucks. And all she needed was $40 to be able to do something. And, um, my grandmother did, like, a random little ritual thing. And my mom was, went to like the grocery store or something, walked into the grocery store and paid for whatever it was she needed. Oh no, she didn't pay for what she needed. That's what she did $40 but for was to get groceries. So she was walking in and on the ground, there's a $20 bill and she's like, oh my God, you know, somebody dropped their wallet, somebody's order. She flips it out to $20 bill. She goes into the Windex, or I think it was, uh, Windex, goes into the Windex. And she called on the intercom and she said, you know, hey, somebody dropped like 40 bucks outside. Um, did, did anybody, you know, somebody lost their stuff to come up and get it? And no one did. Which, human nature, if you drop $40, even if it's not your $40, yeah. you're, you're going to go up there and get it. But no, no absolutely. one did. I pick up, so if I drop a quarter, is, I pick it up. Yeah. So the thing is, like, and, and what you have to also remember is, is that's where the operating comes in. Because someone lost that $40. Right. And that, that's the thing with like witchcraft, and that's why you're not going to do stuff like that. <laughs> which is why I appreciate witchcraft. I mean, I appreciate somebody of horror and towards you, but mm. my concern is also like, where did that person get that? Like, where, like wh- right. who lost that to get that? There's always a balance in this world. And right. so if you are withdrawing something, you took it. It didn't just, nobody magically appeared 40 bucks. Right. Someone lost that money for you to have it. Right. You just changed the path a little bit. That's all you did. Right. So, who's to say, you know, at the end of the day, who's to say that you deserve that money more than someone else? No one. No one can say that. So, that's where I have the problem is when people do stuff like that. Because, right. It's not supposed to be for gain in that way. Right. And eventually that stuff catches up to you. Like it does. It, it really, it will catch up to you. And the more that you do it, it will, you will eventually get hurt. And you will lose everything. Because you weren't supposed to have it in the first place. Right. I you just, know, we all have a path in life. And when you do those things, you, you, you jerk stuff around that you didn't need to mess with. I just know human nature. And human nature is to take the least path of least resistance and if there's an easy way out mm-hmm. and you know it they're going to do it and and then they're going to abuse it you know and yeah. i and i get your point that there's you know there's you know karma basically you know what comes around goes around you keep going things are going to you know it's going it, to there's going to be a cost at the end but you know most mm-hmm. we as humans don't really think about the end game we're more of right now we'll worry about yeah the consequences later so that's just not that i say that all witchcraft is bullshit but you know i have a i have a least a harder time 
wrapping my head around that than I do anything else in, you know, the supernatural world, basically. Just for the mere fact, I know maybe it's just my lack of um, how I view my fellow humans in most cases because I've seen the worst in them, you know, so I don't, you know, I don't hold, I don't give them a lot of credit because I know human nature generally sucks in most cases. There are great people out there, but there are just as many scumbags that want to abuse the system and, you know, you know, so that's where I kind of, not that I back off, but I, you know, I'm, you know, to me, like what our conversation today, you know, the astral projection, I'm, you know, I'm more open to that than I am to the, the witchcraft thing. Just for the mere fact, you know, if th- there's a reason why the lotteries are so big, because so many people are playing, they want the easy way out, you know, so, I, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. You know, I'm not saying it's all bullshit, but, you know, I just know how people are. You know, it's just kind of my kind of, you know, the way I think, I guess. Well, here's what I, here's what I would say for, for this, too. Based on, I mean, and it opens up a different question. So, if you think about human nature, mm-hmm. for the most part, most people, even if they've had a supernatural experience, they won't believe in it because they don't want to mm-hmm. or they don't want that type of thing in their life. Right. And they would rather forget about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That. So what if the reason why people tend to, you mentioned the word supernatural, you shy away. You mentioned the word witchcraft, you shy away. Mm-hmm. What if it's actually really purposeful? I mean, like, let's, let's think about it. Like, so let's say that but yeah, if you if you make some which is not what you're supposed to do, you're not supposed to do that. It's not supposed to be about personal gain. It's not supposed to be like that. If you're doing a spiritual cleanse or protection or something like that, fine. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to venture in a place for you to get things, like get what you want out of it. Just make your life easy. You're not supposed to venture in that. So let's say that that yes, that any any person, if they did believe in witchcraft, they did believe in in and, and and even, you know, in this point, it's, I'm not going to say which class is the one who does it, but let's just not say different. Mm-hmm. Let's say that everybody who practices on Padilla has the, it, anyone is able to practice on Padilla, anyone is able to get into it, and anyone is able to get money. So let's, let's say they, they can do that. Mm-hmm. What what will be learned? Like, you will learn more things by the trials that you have and the tribulations that you have than by just the appreciations and gratitude that you have. Oh, absolutely. You learn more from the negative stuff and more more lessons. So perhaps the reason why, you know, someone can't be or, or has a difficult time being open to the fact that, you know, if you do a ritual, you might get some money. Is it for, it's not because at the, at the core being, it's not just because, oh, you know, this is hard to believe, but maybe it's because so that not that many people believe, so that not everybody's going around and doing this and causing all of this, these, these, you taking for one person to do this, or paying, you know, taking from Peter, legitimately taking from Peter's wallet to pay Paul. Right. What are the, to keep balance? Because, because that's, like, that, you know, at the end of the day, that was my problem with Santeria, is that, you know, I believe in it. I've had too many situations. I've been involved in rituals as a child where I had to be involved because it was part of my family's name and so I had to be there. Mm-hmm. And I've seen what happens and I've seen like all the stuff that can occur. And so I definitely believe in it, but it has less restrictions 
than traditional witchcraft does, which is no personal gain and don't hurt anyone. Right. So even though there's different branches, I mean, for the most part, that's the general rule that people like to try to stick with. Right. So maybe the reason why it's good in a way, and, and I would have never thought this until we were talking with you, but maybe the reason why it's good in a way that people have, you know, the typical stigma of witchcraft is negative, mm. maybe it's so that people don't try it. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's so, you know, not everybody in the world is reaching out to be like, oh, wait. You're trying to tell me that I can I can I can get like rich. Like for real. Right. Okay, I'll try it. Because the thing is like if it if you try it and it works for you once, you're gonna keep trying it. Absolutely you know, so, that, like, that's kinda of my point. I the way that's human nature. You know. Mm-hmm. We that's the way we do. Of course, you know, now now that we're talking about this, I'm getting a little worried now. Hope nobody of my nobody that listens to this podcast is gonna say, I show I'll show you now and put something now <laughs> I just cursed myself. <laughs> Great. This is all. This is your fault now. I'm, hey, look, you put the talk. I, I'm screwed. I mean, this, now, now I'm in serious. This is one episode I hope nobody listens to now, because there's going to be a, a witch out there. You know, who's going to say, "Oh, you don't believe." So, guess what? I'm going to get turned into a toad. Great. Look, if, if your next podcast episode that I listen to goes ribbit, I'm gonna fall. <laughs> <laughs> all over. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, you know, witchcraft is just one of those things that you know. Uh, it's hard, uh, you know, but I think it's supposed to be hard for people. To right, it. but you know, I never really thought. I now, what you how you kind of opened this discussion about it. You know, the whole I never really put it like prayer. You know, we've all, every one of us has been to church. You know, our parents made us go to church or whatever. We've all prayed to what, whichever God that you particularly believe mm-hmm. in. And I never really made that connection between, you know, it's basically, I don't want to say the same thing, but it's essentially it's, the it's same principle. Yeah. No, so, so if We're you're... We're all just hoping for something. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. We are praying in our, you know, the Christianity ritual basically is just, you know, to old-fashioned ways to get down on your knees and at the foot of your bed and you know pray to god you know so in mm-hmm. you know a witch just you know does it in a circle with other witches or you know with certain items i guess you know but it is what it is and you know that's just it's just something that's a little bit harder for me to wrap my head around of course now for those listening that are witches I, i'm a true believer i believe now it's official don't turn them in a totally. Right. Or that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, well, but I, I think it's, it was a good, I think it's a good thing to talk about. And I, I do actually, you know, for, if it wasn't for us talking about it, I don't think I would have sat down and said, you know, maybe it's, maybe it is this, this thing that is good for people not to believe. Because the other thing too is, is, you know, in the story, there, there was a story I told about my friend who, or which we're not friends anymore. But at the time, she was a friend of mine. So she she told me, "Hey, I need your help. I need to try to help me like cleanse the from the house." Mm-hmm. And and I I tried, and it turns out it wasn't good at all. It was a demon. I was like, "What did you do? Like, let's take us from here. It didn't ask to be here. It didn't really want to be here. It was showing it at home, and then you summoned it and you pissed it off, and you didn't give it what you said you would." Right. And it's like, "What did you do?" And it was her being a juvenile who had bought like one of those little magic books. Mm-hmm. She did a ritual. 
she she claims to be a Wiccan, but to begin with, to, to be, I mean, again, there are different branches. Mm-hmm. There are some that might summon a demon on your ass, just like there's in Santeria. There's some that might summon a demon on your ass. You never know. Like, right. you don't know. It's just bad intention. That's all it is. Right. So, yeah, yes, there, there are people who would do that, and yes, they will go through all the reasons why they do it and whatever, and that's fine. That's, that's your thing. Cool. You do you. But she didn't, she knew what she was doing when she opened that thing, and she knew for the branch of Wicca that she was saying that she wanted to process. That's not what she wanted. But she did it to try to get the cheap way to go through and get what she wanted. So she had something in mind she wanted. She knew she couldn't get it from traditional Wicca, traditional properties with that Wicca. And so she went and she said, hey, I'm going to buy this book. Oh, I can summon a demon after you give it for me, or I just make a little sacrifice? Wait, I'll do it. And then she didn't do it, got her, you know, got herself scared shitless, and then called me and was like, I need your help. And then didn't tell me that it wasn't a spirit, it was a demon. I had to find out when, when I went to the talk to the thing, and the thing came back with me. Right. And I was like, hey, so, can you help me out? <laughs> right. So, well, that, that is also like another case in point of where, no, it's probably true that people have, I'm not going to say it's good that they have a negative stigma against the stress. Because, you know, if you jump in and you you generalize something, it makes it difficult to have a discussion. And, and I don't think that you're generalizing it at all. I think because if you were generalizing it, we wouldn't be able to have a discussion. So I don't mean, I mean, so the thing was like, how many people, if everybody said, oh, you know, witchcraft was this acceptable practice, right? How many people would find themselves in that, in that, that space? How many people would try that? And cause, and, you know, wreak havoc. Right. And cause themselves chaos and cause their family chaos because they don't know what they're doing and they're just trying to find the fast way out of it. So maybe it's good that people, excuse me, that people have, um, a difficult time thinking that witchcraft is real or, or, you know, or, you know, and, and the thing is like in most, if you go to like a ritual practice, it's very calm, very cleansing, very like for spiritual and self growth. Right. Yeah, at, at a lot of places. A lot of it is just like, uh, there's, there's a great little, I don't know if you watch BuzzFeed. I, I, it's like the things that was recommended to me on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But they, they went to like a, a ritual. Mm-hmm. And it was a ritual to just be like, more connected to your spiritual self. And they talked about, you know, one of them is Christian, the other one was wearing her cross. So she said, you know, she doesn't go to church that much, but she does believe in God. But she did really, it was something that she was very interested in, and she decided to go to practice. When she was done with it, it's not like she sat down and she said, oh, I'm looking. No. She said, this is actually a really great positive experience. It left me feeling really good. It left me feeling very calm. I did not to go another one again. And I think that's what most, I think that's what she wanted to get out of most rituals. But the thing is, like, on the other side, if you have someone who's never gone, they just buy a random book, which you can't believe everything that you read in books, or if you go online, you're like, hey, I want to cast a spell that to make someone fall in love with me. Right. Um, you can't, you can't do that. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't be that easy way out mentality and just think, oh, well, me, 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 and I'm going to be selfish. So if you to get into that, you really should get into with that. Right. So maybe it's better that, that people have this closed mind thought process on it because then they can sit down and say, hey, you know what? Let's just leave witchcraft and Wicca for people who are going to invest their time. Right. Because that's like the one thing too is like, 
no, you don't go to church. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't like sit there and go to church music. You have to invest a lot of time into learning and practicing mm-hmm. and knowing things and knowing different rituals. And it's really, you have to be very specific <laughs> with what you're asking, very specific for yourself and, and mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're going to do. Right. So you you have to have a lot of, it's a lot of time and practice. And if someone's not willing to put in that time and practice, they really shouldn't be attempting to practice it at all. Exactly. They can do more harm than good. You know, they, you know, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's, I mean, it's almost the same thing with everything, especially in, even like paranormal investigating, somebody goes in, you know, into a, like my situation that I haven't talked about, you know, I had went on, I don't do a lot of personal investigations, you know, I do more places and, but I, I spoke to you last week or whatever about, about it, you know, and I, that was my main concern. I'm okay with going to a haunted location, but when I go into somebody's home, I don't want to stir up something. You know, I, you know, yeah. you can always, there's, whenever you deal with anything in life, really, there's, it can go one or two ways, good or bad. And when you're dealing with, you know, the supernatural or the spirit realm or, you know, witchcraft, it can go either way. You know, I, you know, that's, so people who don't know what they're doing or have a, um, lack of knowledge you know they can do more harm than good so maybe like you said it's probably a good idea that people most people do think it's a little too far out in the outfield and they stay away from it and think it's crazy that way it kind of keeps the the pool near, or shallow so there's less chance of bad shit happening mm-hmm. like i've got my next episode coming up somebody asked me how can they open themselves up to essentially you know the supernatural and ghosts and stuff and because they want to have those experiences. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you really need to ask yourself, why do you want to have these experiences? Right. Because, you know, you have to understand that. And, and I mean, like for me, I don't have any shit. Like, when I have myself closed off and stuff, I still, you know, I walk into a location, I can still tell you everything that's happened there or whatever. Mm-hmm. I still get impressions. Mm-hmm. The other day, I had the worst, one of the worst dreams I've probably ever had. Not because anything was attached to me, because I happened to listen to a podcast where the woman is sensitive and she and I knew she was sensitive. Right. Like I can I can think that someone has the potential right. to be sensitive. So I knew she was gonna get it. And she you know, I listened to her earlier episodes, so I I followed along with that journey with her. She went somewhere to go help someone for this particular episode and the negative thing that was there left an impression. And I, because of my ability to pick up on that impression. And so that impression has to be later on in the day. It gave me one of the worst dreams I think I probably ever had. Mm-hmm. And I knew that's what it was. And it faded away and everything was fine and, you know, it wasn't an attachment and it was anything like that. But would I have had that impression had I not opened up myself to the paranormal? Perhaps. Mm-hmm. But the, the, that would also mean that, like, even, even, even though I wasn't fully open to, you know, opening myself up and using my abilities and stuff like that, or trying to, or allowing them to be used, I should say, is a better term. I still listen to paranormal podcasts. I still watch paranormal TV. I can still sit there and, you know, and tell you, if it's a real experience, tell you A, B, C, and D happened right. before I even watch the episode, watch the episode, and A, B, C, and D just happened. Right. So I still pick up on this thing. But you have to understand that, in, yeah, there's a lot of good. You know, there's, there's a lot of, you can help people. There's a lot of, of trying to just 
brings other people's heat, but there's also a lot of negative things to it, and you have to understand that you're going to get both. Right. So you don't, you can't pick and choose. You get both. Right. Just like that woman I told you that I saw. I still don't know. I don't know who the hell she was. I don't know why I picked up on her. I don't know who she belongs to because she, she was, she was just showing me that she was passing over. So I had to pick up on the impressions behind that, even attempting to get any. I don't know why she just wanted to show me that she was talking over, but apparently, maybe she just felt like, hey, you're strong enough and I can get, I can get this out to you. Or it could have even been, you know, scrolling through Twitter. I know a lot of people were talking. Maybe I saw her face for half a second. And because I had, I was open and I had at least somewhat, even, even in the strangest and furthest distance way possible, Somewhat met that per- like met the someone a relative of that person perhaps because she wanted to share it to me but I don't know who she was and I I, I mean I even asked you hey do you know someone I don't know I have no idea where she came from or why I asked for somebody else who who could have been involved in it and she said I I know someone by that name and she looks a little bit like her but I don't think it's her so I and I I told her said, you know if you don't think it's her then it's not her. Right. Whatever the message was, it would have hit home. So I don't know. I have that message, and I really want to give it to whoever it belongs to. But because it was literally like a two-second thing of her just turning around and walking into light, right. I don't know who she was. Mm-hmm. And that like that annoys the crap out of me because I, I would love to give that message out to whoever it was who was supposed to get that message. Right. But you you have to understand like. Spiritual and supernatural stuff, you gotta take the good and the bad. Because right. you're gonna get a lot of both. There's always both ends of the spectrum. You can't have good without evil. You can't have mm-hmm. light without dark. So you have to take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. All right, we have went way, way, way too long. You are aware of that. You are aware of that, right? Jeez. Yeah, I see another <laughs> We went way too long. I'm gonna have, you know, witches casting spells on me by the, you know, next week. You know, <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it. All right, (laughs) thank you so much for coming on the podcast again, and go ahead and tell everybody where they can find your podcast, your social media, your website, and all that happy stuff. Sure, I am at thehauntedride.com. If you have any experiences, please send it in. They still send it to just over there. You have to email the hauntedride at gmail.com. I send it in there. I am Haunted Ride on Twitter. Um, Facebook is the Haunted Ride. Instagram is the Haunted Ride. We've got a Patreon page too if you're interested. Um, but yeah, you can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. I'm on everywhere. There you go. Everybody go check out our podcast. It's well worth it. I'm a subscriber. I listen to it every week, as you could probably tell from if you've listened to this whole episode. Or the hell, this might be two. <laughs> this might actually be two episodes. I might have next week off. <laughs> Go check out Melissa, follow her on Twitter, check her out on Facebook, and definitely visit com. and also check out her podcast. Thank you so much for coming on, Melissa. Thanks for having me. All right, that was my conversation with Melissa on the topic of witchcraft. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed talking to her about it. Be sure to subscribe to all her social media and definitely subscribe to her podcast. I enjoy listening to it, and I'm sure you will as well. Until next week, take care. 
Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. <laughs> I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Enjoy. Thanks. E order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.